0: Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash, R S L A S H, at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then, find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom dot RS. ZocDoc.com RS. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP wins prize money for a game that she didn't even know that she was playing. Am I the butthole for accepting the prize money for winning a game that I didn't know that I was playing? So I'm a 21 year old woman and I went to my granddad's house last week and he handed me a jar full of cash with my name on it. He told me to count it and it came out to 3200 pounds. I asked what it was for, and he explained the rules of the game that he's been playing with the entire family. From December 1st to December 31st, every time a member of the family visited him, he'd put a 100 pounds in their jar for every hour they spent with him. At the end of the month, the person who spent the most time with him would receive all the money in their jar, and the others would get nothing. Obviously, he didn't tell anyone that he was doing this, so that no one spent extra time with him to get the money. I won this game of him by 600 pounds, six hours more than the second place person, my uncle. At first, I didn't want to accept the money, only because I didn't think that it was right to play games with people without them knowing, especially not your family. But after a while, he convinced me to take my prize money because I earned it. When I got home, I told my parents about the money and explained his game to them. I told my mom where he came on the scoreboard, fourth, and she was understandably upset at her father for making us unknowingly compete with each other. Then, she told the rest of the family via group chat. So now, pretty much my whole family is mad at my granddad for doing this, but also me for accepting the money. He's an old man, and he's not exactly a millionaire, so they think that I should have refused the money and confronted him for what he did. I think that if he was willing to play the game, then he obviously has no problem with giving the money away, and he did insist on me taking it. Also, he's always been a weird guy, so although I don't agree with what he did, I'm not too surprised, so I don't think that I should have had to start an argument with him about it. Well, I will agree that what the grandfather did in this story is a bit rude, pitting family members against each other like that, but at the same time, if he wants to spend his money that way, he can spend his money that way. So I'm inclined to give OP 0 out of 5 buttholes, and I'm giving the grandfather 0.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my brother-in-law to pay me $700 for my lost code when I bought it for $100? Last year, I was at the mall with my fiancé when I saw this awesome cashmere and wool coat. It was perfect in every way, and there was only one left in my size. The best news was that it was on clearance for 100 bucks, so I bought it without a second thought. I wore it several times last year, but it hasn't been cold enough this year for me to break out the coat. Last week, when I saw the news about the upcoming cold front, I decided that it was time to take it to the dry cleaner so I could wear it this week. After tearing all my closets apart without seeing it, I asked my fiancé if she had seen it. She told me that she hasn't seen me wear it in a while, so she lent it to her brother to wear to a wedding. I was annoyed at hearing this, but decided not to make it a big deal, so I simply told her to tell her brother to bring it back so I could get it dry cleaned. Thursday rolls around, and he still hasn't brought it back, so I asked her about it again. Nothing. Come Friday, and I haven't heard anything, so I called her brother. He said that he told my wife on Tuesday that he got drunk at the wedding and lost my coat. I was super annoyed at this, so I told him he owes me the exact same coat with the exact same brand. Last night, my fiancé came home from work in a mood and handed me 100 bucks. She said that her brother dropped off the money and I shouldn't have made her brother pay for the coat since I knew that he doesn't make very much and I haven't worn it but a handful of times. I looked at the $100 and told her that I wanted a replacement coat or the amount it currently costs so that I could buy a new one and that $100 won't cover it. She said that he went to the store and it costs $700 now, but she knows that I only paid $100 for it, so she told him $100 would cover the cost. I argued that $100 doesn't buy me a new coat. We went back and forth but couldn't find any common ground. She offered to throw in an extra 100 bucks of her own money and said sarcastically that I'm coming out ahead. I argued that I'm still out of coat and nothing will satisfy my loss except for a replacement coat. She argued that I don't have to buy the exact coat and that I can buy a similar one with $200. She thought I was being ridiculous and called her parents on speakerphone. Of course, they sided with their kids and her dad tried to say that a man shouldn't be so hung up on a coat. I told him that a man replaces what he loses. So now they're all mad at me for wanting to make a profit from their son and suggesting that he's not a man. Am I wrong for wanting the same coat as a replacement? All right, OP, you're obviously very justified in wanting some sort of recompense. The obvious question here is should it be $100 or $700? And I think the best comparison that we can make would be to compare it to Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin, when it first came out, was selling for like a penny. And now, gosh, what is Bitcoin worth now? So if you bought one Bitcoin for a penny way back when, and today it's worth $40,000, and then your friend or brother-in-law or whoever loses your Bitcoin because it's on a hard drive and he, I don't know, destroys the hard drive, then would he owe you one cent or $40,000? I think very clearly he would owe you $40,000 because that is the worth of the thing. That is the nature of things. Things change their worth over time. Some are more valuable, some are less valuable. You know what? Actually, the reverse analogy is even better. Let's suppose OP buys a brand new car for, I don't know, 100k, a really, really nice car. And he drives that car for 15 years and he's been in wrecks with it and he doesn't treat it well. Well, obviously, that car is going to become less valuable over time. And, you know, 15 years later, it's worth, let's say, 10k. If the brother-in-law drives that car and it gets in a wreck and it's totaled, then he would OOP a new car, but he wouldn't owe $100,000. He would owe $10,000 because that's the current today value of the car. Yeah, right. When I when I put it that way, it becomes super obvious. People would laugh at you if you tried that. Well, yeah, the car was worth $100,000 20 years ago, but now it's only worth 10k, but still, you owe me 100k. Yeah, right. Give me a break. So, OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving everyone else in this story 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. They're being stupid, cheap, and petty. Will I be the butthole if I cancel my cousin's plane ticket and ruin his friend's vacation? I'm a 23-year-old woman, and my cousin is a 20-year-old male. I'm very close with my cousin. We were raised together, so we're pretty much like siblings. When I turned 18, I moved away from home, so we rarely see each other anymore. During a FaceTime call last week, I proposed the idea that he flies out to my home to stay for a long weekend and we can catch up. I bought the plane ticket in full myself, but he does plan to pay for half of it. I already have time off work approved for when he gets here, and I've been planning fun activities for us to do when he arrives. Here's where I might be the butthole. I live in a very popular vacation spot. Yesterday, he asked me if one of his friends could join him for the trip to my home and that he already invited her. I told him that I haven't seen him in over two years, and I wanted to spend this limited time with him. I also expressed that I'm not comfortable housing a stranger in my small room. I've only got two bedrooms. After I explained this to them, he left me on red all day. Then, he just texted me back saying that his friend's mom went ahead and bought her a plane ticket here anyways and that they're both fully expecting me to pick her up and house her during the duration of the trip. I told my cousin that his friend needs to look into securing sleeping and transportation accommodations or get a plane ticket refund because I will not be providing her a place to stay or transportation around to activities. He's very upset with me that I would ruin his friend's surprise vacation by not allowing her free accommodation in my home. I feel as though they lied to the friend's mother about the circumstances. Because there is no way her mom surprised her with only a ticket for the exact days I planned for my cousin to stay here, or why would they tell the mother that her daughter would have a place to go after I explicitly said no? Would I be the butthole if I cancel my cousin's plane ticket? OP, it sounds to me like your cousin is trying to get laid, and he's expecting you to pay for his expensive date. So, I think you're completely justified in cancelling the ticket. I could be wrong, I try not to speculate too much on this channel, but... Come on. You guys all know. That's what's happening, right? He's just trying to get his d wet. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your cousin 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my daughter that she's being selfish and that she needs to take an Uber since I'm not leaving her older brother's wedding? Wow. This has been a built up issue. My son got married this weekend and the issue isn't dying, so I'm posting here. My daughter has very bad anxiety. She's 19, and her name is Shelly. Shelly used to go to therapy when she was a minor, but she stopped when she turned 18. Ever since then, her anxiety has been out of control, and due to this, she won't drive anymore. She has a driver's license, but refuses to drive. We live in the USA, so driving is basically necessary, and it's a big inconvenience for the people around her. Also, she's an adult, so it's not like we can force her to drive. This is the issue. My son was getting married, and Shelly was uncomfortable with so many people around at the wedding. She asked me to take her home. I told her no, and that if she's having difficulties, to wait in the car. She told me that it's freezing outside, and she needs to leave. Again, I told her no, turn on the heat in the car and wait if she needs to be away from these people. She did not like this answer, and told me that she was going to have an anxiety attack if she stays, and that she needs to go home. I told her to take an Uber and that I'm not leaving. She didn't like this, and it turned into a full argument. Shelly told me that I need to take her home again, and I had enough. I told Shelly that she's being selfish, that she has many options, and I will not deprive her brother, my son, of his parents being at his wedding. If I took her home, I would miss his wedding since it's an hour drive here. She called me a jerk and left to stay in the car for a bit. She came back about an hour later for the rest of the wedding. She's been pissed off ever since. Okay, I don't know a whole lot about anxiety disorders, so I hope I don't put my foot in my mouth here, but I find it very interesting how she went from having an emergency situation to just taking an hour to chill out in her car, and then she came back and everything was fine. It sounds like maybe her anxiety isn't as bad as she's making out to be, and instead she's using it as an excuse to get what she wants, maybe, kind of what it sounds like. So, OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes, and Shelly gets 2 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for being pissed that my daughter-in-law won't accommodate my allergies, so I'm not going to her dinner? I'm very, very frustrated. My son has been married to my daughter-in-law for 3 years now. I've always made extra dishes that don't include meat to accommodate her. No matter how much of a pain it is to do, I've always made sure that she had options to eat when I hosted or when she was over. She's vegetarian and, at one point, tried to go vegan. She and my son never hosted due to living in a small apartment, but that changed since they just bought a home. They're having a dinner this week, and I called to remind her that I'm allergic to nuts. She then informed me that she doesn't have time and to bring my own food. She told me that she cooks with a lot of different nuts and that she can't make adjustments to her menu. This is where I might be the jerk. I told her that I won't be coming, and neither will my husband. That I have accommodated her for years, and not once have I made her bring her own food. This started an argument where she thinks that I'm being unreasonable. My husband is on my side, but my son and her are very upset. Man, I don't even know why this is an r slash am I the butthole post. Yo, OP, you could die. How hard is it to cook a meal that doesn't have nuts in it? I would have to guess that probably 95% plus of my meals don't have nuts in them. I can't even... Man, when do I eat nuts? Is this lady from some culture that eats a lot of nuts? What culture would that even be? It almost feels like she's intentionally making dishes with nuts just to spite you, because, you know, how hard is it to not cook with nuts, right? Am I wrong about this? Admittedly, I don't cook at all, so I don't have a lot of experience with cooking with nuts, but come on, just, just cook a different dish. Opie, you get zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving this woman, gosh, I think two out of five buttholes. That was our slash am I the butthole, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.